What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode 74 of the Daughter and Pops podcast. So today at the beginning, just the beginning, um, I have a special guest with me, and it's my five-year-old sister, and her name's Lily. Hi. All right, so Lily, what's your favorite color? Um, black. Black, okay. What sport do you like to play? Um, basketball. Basketball? What else are you good at? Gymnastics. She's really good at gymnastics. She can do some back bends. Um, what else can you do? Um, splits. Splits. Yeah, she can do the splits. Super good. Um, and you make a lot of buckets, don't you? Mm-hmm. And are you best at your dribbling? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, what's your favorite team? Um, your guys' team. My team. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, what, hmm, what do you want to tell all the people listening to this? Um, I don't know. You don't know? Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. Well, you guys, if you're not following her already on Instagram, make sure you go follow her at Lil Buckets, at Lil underscore Buckets. She gets a lot of buckets, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And she's super good, and she's only five years old, and her birthday's coming up soon, right? When's your birthday? June 30th. June 30th. Make sure you guys remember that. So you guys can go ahead and tell her happy birthday. All right. So thank you, Lily, for coming on. You don't want to say bye to the listeners? Bye. All right. So I just had to have a special guest for you guys there at the beginning. But to just so you guys know, today I'm going to be... Going over the WNBA draft picks that happened, my opinions, who I thought was like surprises, disappointing, um, or not known players, you know. And so I'll just go through, um, I'm not going to go through all three rounds because then that would mean I have to list 36 players, which would be a lot. But I'm going to start from the top and for sure do the first round and possibly a little bit of the second round as well. All right, so. With the number one pick in the WNBA draft, we had the Atlanta Dream, which they traded it uh, because it was going to, oh my god, I think it was, yeah, it was going to be the Washington Mystics, and so ended up getting traded to Atlanta, um, and with the first pick, oh my gosh, what the heck, with the first pick in the WNBA 2022 draft, they selected Ryan Howard out of the University of Kentucky. She's very versatile. Uh, I know she was a shooting guard at six foot two, which is very large because most people that are like six foot two are usually like small forwards. Um, and yeah, they're usually small forwards or power forwards. And so, you know, she's a big guard. She's got great handles. Uh, I mean, you really can't name much that she's not good at. Uh, I'm going to go over. <clears throat> Excuse me, my bad, guys. And so. I actually made some little slides uh, for some of these players, but player strengths is she's big with tough handle, she shoots the three ball well, and runs fast in transition, and is a strong finisher at the basket. If I were to compare her to an NBA player, I would compare her to Evan Mobley, and if I were to compare her to a WNBA player, I would say Ariel Powers, because Ariel Powers is very tough. All right, so then we go to the second pick in the WNBA draft, uh, the Indiana Fever, who had four four picks in the top ten, which is absolutely insane. First time that's ever happened, so they got some good ones for sure. But they selected Nalissa Smith from Baylor University. She is a power forward at six two at six foot two, same height as Ryan, and 
Oh, wait, I think it's Ryan. My bad, guys. I think it's Ryan Howard. Um, <laughs> my bad, Ryan Howard. If you're listening to this, I know it's Ryan. All right, and so Nalissa Smith got the second pick. Um, in my opinion, she's a very lengthy player. She's a tough rebounder. She gets all the 50-50 balls. She turns defense into offense, and she's very unguardable when attacking the basket. And she could play well in the post, has some really strong fadeaways. If I were to compare her to an NBA player, I'd say Kelly Oubre Jr. Um, and then on the WNBA side, I'd say Angel McCautry. I feel like she has a game very much based around um, uh, Angel McCautry. All right, with the third pick in the WMA draft, we had the Washington Mystics. They selected Shakira Austin out of the University of Ole Miss. She is a center who is six foot five, which is huge. Um, and so I did project her to be fourth. Uh, I was uh, I was expecting her to be third as well, but I really thought that she was going to go fourth. But you know, if I were to compare her to the WNBA player, I compare her to Sylvia Fowles. I feel like her game is very much like it. Uh, except I feel like Shakira is a uh, is a better shooter. Um, but besides that, down low in the post, she's very much like Sylvia Fowles. For on the NBA side, I'd say Rudy Gobert. I feel like both Rudy, Sylvia, and Shakira have very similar games. All right, player strength. She's a smart shot blocker, scrappy defensive player, and uses her physicality to an advantage. All right, then with the fourth pick in the WNBA draft uh, was, again, the Indiana Fever, once again. Uh, they selected Emily Angsler out of Louisville. She is a power forward who is six foot one, um, which is kind of surprising. I kind of think she'd be a small forward. Uh, she's right in the middle right there. Uh, but I was surprised to see her go that early. I projected her to be like the sixth pick. Um, I still saw her going to the Indiana Fever either way, but I did not think that she was going to go fourth. But I do think that her uh, in the NCAA tournament, NCAA women's basketball tournament, I feel like that she definitely helped herself there, which is why she ended up going up two spots, in my opinion. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I'm a little bit congested today. Something in the air. So if you guys hear me sniffling, that's why. All right. So NBA comparison, you know, most of you are going to be like, what the heck? But Russell Westbrook, the reason I say so is because she plays with a lot of energy and, uh, you know, she has very strong instincts. As I wrote down, I said extraordinary instincts, uh, emotionally unbreakable. You really, you I never saw her cry until she fouled out in her final game in college. But, um, you know, she was always showing positive emotion. Uh, she's a lengthy player defensively, and she's very entertaining and enjoyable Enjoyable to watch because you never know what she's going to do. And I feel like that's why uh, she's pretty unstoppable is because she uh, she's very different than everybody else. So that's why I compared her to Russell Westbrook. WMA comparison, I say Natasha Cloud. Natasha Cloud shows, although she's a point guard, shooting guard, she shows a lot of emotion as well. And, you know, she's able to shoot and drive to the basket. She could become more consistent in both. But I do think that Emily has a very similar game to Natasha. All right. <clears throat> then I go to the fifth pick, the New York Liberty. I projected this one. I think this is the only one I got right for the night, actually, which is just very disappointing. But with the fifth pick, we had the New York Liberty. They selected uh, the star player out of Oregon University, Nayara Sabali. 
She is a center who is also six five, and her sister Satou Sabali or Satu Sabali is also in the WNBA playing for the Dallas Wings. So the Dallas Wings New York Liberty games will be some fun ones to watch, uh, as Holly Rose said on the WNBA draft on TV. Um, because the sisters will be going in against each other. So we'll see which sister gets the, uh, how would I say this? Which sister would get the W? All right, so player strength. She pushes through adversity. The reason I say so, she's had multiple injuries in her career, and I might have to add that she's just a junior getting fresh, getting drafted. And so she's one of the youngest players in the draft. And so she does push through a lot of adversity. I know she dealed with multiple injuries. And so, in my opinion, because of that, um, she's, she definitely pushes through adversity on the court as well. She's a tremendous energy booster. She hypes up all of her teammates. And, you know, that's somebody that everybody loves to have as a teammate. And so, with that being said, she's a tremendous energy booster. She could put the game in her hands, meaning she could take control of the game whenever she wants. And really, she just has to call for the ball, or she could go coast to coast and finish at the basket. And, you know, Oregon definitely depending on her when the games got close to score the ball or play good defense. And she finishes at the basket through double teams very well. She's a very strong, tough player. WNBA comparison, I had to compare her to her sister, Satasa Bali. Uh, that was kind of um, expected, but, you know, they just have very similar games. NBA comparison, I'd say Brooke Lopez. She can get more consistent from the three ball, but she can shoot it every once in a while. She did do that during the college season. Brooke Lopez is a strong shooter, so that's why I said so. He can also play strong down low in the post, which is exactly what Nayara does. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, so the next three players, I don't have any slides on, but I do have some extra information. So with the number six pick, we had the, you guys can guess it, Indiana Fever. They selected Lexi Hole from Stanford. Uh, she's a shooting guard, six foot one. She's a tall shooting guard, I might add. And, you know, she was an early pick. I didn't even project her to be in the first round, and neither did ESPN. And so I was shocked to see that she was the sixth pick. But, you know, uh, she did have a strong, very strong NCAA tournament. I know she averaged around 22 points besides the game against UConn. Um, you know, she did really good for herself. Uh, I'm not, I, I, I was going to say I'm not surprised, but I am surprised. Um, but I did expect a Stanford player up here for sure. But, you know, Lexi Hole, I feel like she's always underrated. And I'm very happy that she got selected this high. Um, next, number seven for the Dallas Wings, we had Veronica Burton out of Northwestern. She is a point guard, five foot nine, the smallest guard, smallest, oh my gosh, smallest player we have heard so far. And this, oh no, I can't say that. But, um, she's out of Northwestern. I honestly didn't watch her play much, so I can't say it for sure. Uh, but she is a not known, she's not known very well as a player, uh, you know, she's one of those no-namers that is still really tough to guard. So, can't really speak on her game too much because I haven't watched her. Number eight, we had the Las Vegas Aces. They selected Maya Hollingshed, Maya Hollingshed out of Colorado. She's a six foot three small forward. She is, um, I was very, she was very, 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 very early. She was not projected to be in the first round. She was projected to be like middle in the second round. And so, you know, honestly, I'm not really sure how she made her way up there. 
I do think that the Las Vegas Aces were looking for like a small forward position and not having Liz Cambage anymore. And so I do think that's why she got picked so early. But I did think that the Aces were going to pick Ray Burrell over Maya. But you know what? Maya got the spot, and so there they are. All right, so number nine, we had the Los Angeles Sparks. Ray Burrell out of the University of Tennessee got selected. And she is a small forward, six foot one. She is a consistent free throw shooter. She, she can literally play any position. She could play the post, the point guard. She played a point guard a few times. Small forward, shooting guard. She uh, has a smooth shot and she has some deep range, I might add. She has a great size, which is an advantage for rebounds as being a big guard. Um, you know, if I were to compare her to a WNBA player, most of you don't know this name, but Demiris Dantes, she plays for the, or she played for the Minnesota Lynx, and, you know, she's an, she was a no-namer. Oh my gosh, my nose is really bothering me right now. Um, and she was a no-namer, but she made her way up there, and so she has a very similar game to Demiris Dantes. And NBA comparison, I'll say Marvin Bagley the third because Marvin can shoot threes, can drive to the basket, is basically a big guard as well. All right, then the number 10 pick, right? Yeah, the number 10 pick was the Indiana Fever. Once again, for the fourth time, they selected Queen Egbo from Baylor. She's a center at six foot three, so she's a smaller center. But she has a very strong game. She finishes really strong at the basket. She gets a ton of rebounds. She's a very scrappy player. Um, I was very impressed uh, by her when I did get to watch her for Baylor. Um, I really didn't know who she was. I admit, most people mainly focus on Nelissa Smith, but Queen Egbo is another really strong player, which is why I thought Baylor should have gone further in the tournament, but can't control it now. And so... Now we go on to the number 11 pick, the Las Vegas Aces. They selected Kirsten Bell, the shooting guard, six foot one, out of FGCU. She is tough. She is a dog for sure. She attacks downhill swiftly. She, the ability to step up in clutch moments is insane. She always plays with the chip on her shoulder. She's very consistent. I've never really seen her have like a terrible game. She has a high IQ player. She's a high IQ player. She's able to time passing lanes. She's able to time her blocks on when to jump, and she rebounds, like, perfectly. Um, and so if I were to compare her to a WNBA player, because she is still a guard, um, I compare her to Ariel Atkins. Ariel Atkins is a dog as well for the Washington Mystics. And I just think that Kirsten is a very similar player. And, you know, NBA, this, I couldn't really find a perfect comparison, but if I were to say one, I'd say James Harden, because James Harden could play big as well. And so, Kirsten Bell is also a junior, so she's another young one in the draft, and she, uh, <coughs> she, uh, joins Nyara in that group right there. But, you know, Kirsten is going to, uh, Las Vegas. All right, number 12 pick is the Connecticut Sun. Okay, before I say the number 12 pick, Every single round, the last two picks have been the Las Vegas Aces and the Connecticut Sun. So they've had the 11th and 12th pick every single time. And then in the in the first round and third round, it went in the order of Indiana Fever, Las Vegas Aces, and Connecticut Sun for the final rounds, which is pretty hilarious. Um, but going back to the 12th pick is was Nia Cloudin from Michigan State. She's a shooting guard, five foot eight. I have not watched her at all this season. Um, but 
you know, she is a no-namer, so I really can't speak much on her. I just know that she's a small guard. She's able to get to her spots very, very well. So that's really all I can say. So the disappointments that I had that weren't in the first round, you know, things changed after the tournament, which is when I had my, uh, which is when I did my flyer things. But um, I was disappointed that uh, Alyssa Cunane from NC State, right? Did I write that right? Yeah. She went number 17 overall, number five in the second round. I was disappointed that she wasn't at the bottom in the first round. I actually had her going really high. I had her as the third pick at one point. And so I was really disappointed to see her in the second round. Same thing with Nas Hillman. She went 15 overall, third in the second round. She is from the University of Michigan. I had her right uh, above Alyssa Cunane. Uh... So I was disappointed by that. And then I was also disappointed that Christian Williams, number 14 overall, second in the second round, wasn't drafted in the first because I feel like she really showed up uh, for UConn overall. She did not do well in the last game against uh, South Carolina, but nobody really did fantastic besides Paige. And so, you know, that game definitely did not help her. I feel like if she would have maybe scored like 20 in that game instead of like two, um, she may have had a chance to go in the first round, but, uh, she did have a great season overall, so I am happy for that, but I was disappointed that she wasn't there. Surprises, I already mentioned Lexi Hull and Maya Hollingshed, um, both out of Stanford and Colorado, they both went early, I was surprised by that. No-name players, uh, Veronica Burton and Nia Cloudon, I honestly hadn't even heard of very much of them before the draft happened. All right, so I'm just going to mention a few names in uh, this, in the second round. And so the number one pick in the second round, also known as the number 13 pick, was the Las Vegas Aces, and they drafted Kayla Pointer. She's a point guard out of LSU. She is an absolute dog. She was a surprise. You know, she wasn't really known to, she wasn't really known to go into the WNBA draft, honestly. She was most likely going to go third round, but she really... Uh, for LSU when they went, oh, I think they went against Ohio State, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, she went off for like 30-something points. So that game for sure helped her out. But she had an excellent last season. Um, nobody really know who, knew who she was before, but going into the, wait, no. Nobody really knew who she was going into her last year at LSU. So she definitely made a name for herself this year. Um, so good for her. Then we go to second pick, Washington Mystics, Christian Williams, shooting guard 5'11 out of UConn. Um, what was I going to say? I completely forgot what I was going to say. That really sucks. Um, and so then I'll go to the third pick, which is Nas Hillman. She got drafted to the Atlanta Dream. She's a power forward, six foot two out of Michigan. She was a 2021 Big Ten Player of the Year. If I were to compare her to a WNBA player, I'd say Neka Agumake. Um, and then W and then NBA comparison is Nikola Jokic. Both Neka, oh my God, all ends. Neka, Nikola, and Nas. That's hard to say. Try saying that three times fast. I don't even think I could. Uh, Neka, Nikola, Nas. <laughs> yeah, no, I quit. Um, and so, uh, both, all three players have very strong passes. She's a great passer. She finds all her teammates. She successfully posts up every possession, which is something NECA is really good at. Uh, Nicola plays well out of, like, backing it down, but he can also post up really strong. 
she finishes her plays with made free throws. All three are excellent free throw shooters. And then Nas in particular is an ultimate energy booster, and she is a natural leader, and you can see it in her. She huddles her, at least when I saw her play for Michigan, she huddles up her team every on every single like dead ball, free throw, all that type of stuff. And so she's a natural leader for sure. All right. Then, this is one of my favorite players to talk about. Number four, the Los Angeles Sparks selected Kiana Smith out of Louisville. She's a shooting guard who is six foot. Uh, she is my first sleeper in the second round. The reason I say so is because nobody ever talks about her. You know, everybody, because she comes from Louisville, everybody talks about Haley Van Lith, which is an excellent player. And then same with Emily Angsler because she was on that roster and she went four overall. But nobody ever talked about Kiana Smith, and she was such a like key piece for Louisville. Um, if they didn't have her, they wouldn't have gotten as far. She could go off. She could get buckets whenever they needed her to. Um, and she was an excellent point guard when Haley Van Lith wasn't point guard. She could also shoot the ball really well. So I think that Los Angeles Sparks got a really good one out of Kiana Smith. Um, you know, she's just, she's really tough and nobody ever talks about her. She's for sure underrated. So that's a great pick for the Los Angeles Sparks. Number five, overall, we had the Seattle Storm. They picked Alyssa Cunane, center, six foot five and from NC State. Uh, NBA compa- WNBA comparison, Monique Belling. She has this very similar game to her. NBA comparison, Carl Anthony Towns. Cunane's a natural leader, has a very powerful mentality. She has a soft touch. And she finds a way to get to every single rebound. All right. Now I'm going to skip a few spots. Um, I'm just going to mention a few players. So Los Angeles Sparks, they selected at the number seven spot in the second round. They selected Olivia Nelson Adota, power forward, six foot five out of UConn. Um, I was surprised uh, that she went so late, honestly. I expected her to be at the top in the second round. But, you know, I projected her to be like maybe like number three. Um, and so she was definitely late, but I definitely think that she's a good pick for the Sparks. She's a, um, she's just a, how do I say this? I, she's not underrated because she's like really known from UConn. Um, but you know, she does those, she does a lot of little things that, you know, doesn't show up on the stat sheet. And that's what I really like about her. Excuse me guys. One sec. (coughs) I have something stuck in my throat. All right, then number eight pick, Indiana Fever, Destiny Henderson, point guard, five foot seven out of South Carolina. She is another sleeper. She is an excellent pick for the Fever. She reminds me so much of Erica Wheeler, which the Indiana Fever did have for a while. Um, she is so similar to Erica Wheeler. Like, her game is exactly like hers. And so that's why I'm really excited to watch her play this season. You know, I could see her starting at the, at the point guard spot. She is a natural, she's a leader as well. I mean, look, she led South Carolina to a championship. Um, She went off in the final, in the final game. And so, you know, I think that it's an excellent pick for the Fever. I feel like it matches exactly what they're looking for as in it, as it relates to like what they're looking for in a player. So I feel like that's, that's a great one for them. All right, and then last one I'm going to mention, Seattle Storm. We got the number ninth pick, also known as 21 overall. They selected Avina Westbrook, point guard, six foot from UConn. Nobody ever talked about Avina Westbrook, and, you know, she is a, she's a sleeper for me. She's a knockdown shooter, and she's a perfect pick for Seattle because they have Sue Bird, Brianna Stewart. They, it, she's almost like a Sammy Whitcomb player when Sammy was with 
uh, Seattle Storm, and even same with Katie Lou Samuelson. She's a knockdown shooter. She can get rebounds. She's attacks the basket strong. She finishes at the basket. She's a great energy booster, uh, consistent three point shooter, like I already said. Um, you know, and so I was. I think that's a great pick for Seattle. All right, one player I have to, two more players I have to mention. They got selected in the third round. Um, first off was uh, the fourth pick in the third round, also known as 28 overall. Minnesota Lynx, oh my gosh, I can't say this name, but they selected Hannah Shervin, I think is how you would say it. She's a power forward, six foot two from South Dakota, and I am so happy that they selected her and she got picked in this draft because she went off all season, all four years she was at South Dakota, and she will probably go down as one of the best South Dakota players that, to ever play there, which is very impressive. South Dakota did a very good job this March Madness tournament, which is why she got her name out there, really. But, you know, I'm really happy for her because she's an excellent player. All right, last p- p- player... Oh my gosh, last person I'm going to mention was the number 25 overall pick, five, fifth pick in the third, oh my gosh, fifth pick in the third round, New York Liberty with Sika Cohn out of Mali. Uh, she's power forward, six foot three. Most people projected her to go into the first round. Um, you know, she's super young. Uh, she was known as one of the youngest by far. And so, you know, she's an excellent player. I'm really excited to see her play for the Liberty. Um, I feel like that's a good team because the Liberty are still super young. So that really wraps everything up. Um, I really appreciate everybody listening in. I know I posted those slides the other day. I'm currently 25 minutes in. But I'm going to go ahead and end this off because I have a super long day tomorrow. In fact, it includes me getting up at 3 a.m. and then not going to sleep till 1 a.m. So super long day. Um, But, you know... I don't really have much more to say, you know. Uh, I'm just grinding, working hard. I know I had a few trainings today. I'm going to go to sleep early tonight. Um, Oh, and by the way, when I said tomorrow, I'm recording this the night before since I'll be up at like 3 a.m. And so, because I won't have much time tomorrow, but I'm recording this the night before. So technically, as I'm saying this for those of you that are listening, today I'm waking up at 3 a.m. and going to sleep at 1 a.m. So you know, very long day. It's basically like a 22 hour day right there. So super long one. Um, I hope all of you are staying healthy out there. You know, um, yeah, I'm super excited for summer coming up, the summer travel, all that stuff. Excited for AU, you know, basically just that's all that's going on. School, basketball, normal podcasts. Uh, yeah, that's all I really have. So, I hope everybody enjoyed today's podcast. I really appreciate everybody tuning in tonight, um, and I will be posting this tomorrow. So, again, thank you, everybody, and I will see you all next time. That wraps up episode 74 of the Daughter and Pops podcast.